Hello everybody and welcome to the fifth in the series of the Has Been Brewing Guide. My name is Steve Layton and today we're going to be taking a look at the process of cupping. I know you're shouting at your computer, but that's not a brewing method. And you're right, but it's a great way to taste coffee and can also be a new level of interest for your hobby of coffee. First of all, you're going to need some things. You're going to need some cupping bowls. Now you can use mugs as long as they're the same size and have a wide mouth, but dedicated bowls are best. A cupping spoon. A large spoon will do, but again, it's always best to have the right kit. Some coffee, preferably some that you can compare. Freshly roasted, of course. A grinder, a kettle, some scales, a timer, and two spoons and another mug. Step one, boil the kettle. Step two, weigh out 12 grams of coffee beans that you want to cup and put them into the cupping bowl. Mark the bowl starting with one going upwards so you can know which coffee that you're going to be cupping. It's best to cup them blind. Then grind the coffee to a very coarse consistency. Think grit. Step three, get that snozzer in the bowl. This is the highlight and should be thoroughly enjoyed. Step four, fill the bowl starting at one and don't dally. For the first time ever, I'm not going to recommend using scales when using water. But that's why it's important they're all the same size. Go back and top up at the end if you need to, to make sure they're filled to the rim. Step five, wait four minutes. While you wait, have another sniff of those wet grounds. It's a great chance to see what that coffee will be delivering to those taste buds. Step six, on four minutes, start at bowl one, get the back of the spoon and break the crust that's formed on the top. That gust of aromatics that are released when you break the crust is amazing and not to be missed. As soon as the spoon goes in, stir three times, no more, no less. If you stir twice or four times, the cupping police will be round to your house and be very, very unhappy. Between each cup, use a bowl of water to wash off the spoon. Step seven, go back to one and scoop off the ground in a crab pincer movement. Again, Cleaning the spoon after each bowl is really important. Think hygiene. Step eight, clear away all the tools you've been using and replace the bowl of clean water with another one because it's gonna be dirty by now. Step nine. So when you're ready to taste, place them on the spoon, making sure you aerate the liquid as you take it in. Something like Step 10, think about what flavors you taste. No flavor is too ridiculous. If you perceive it, then it's there. Write these down as you taste the coffee. Look for highlights like sweetness, acidity, body, and how it feels in the mouth. Flavours and how they hold together is what cupping is all about. You can use a cupping sheet, and I would recommend that you do that, but don't get too hung up on it. The most important part is what you taste. Step 11. Keep going back to the cups and keep going until it's lukewarm. The coffee will change over time and it's really important that you assess it at the very, very hottest and the very, very coolest. If a coffee doesn't hold together, it should be punished. If it gets better, that should also be reflected. If you follow these simple steps, you can begin to assess coffee and score it. And this will help your palate grow and understand the differences between coffees. Thank you for watching this guide and I do hope that you've enjoyed it. I also hope that you'll take a look at some of the other brew guides we've done. My name is Steve Layton, and remember, life is too short for bad coffee.